Hello, everyone, and welcome to Just Hand Stuff, the podcast where we take a theme and share first-hand, second-hand, and third-hand experiences. If the story's especially juicy, we might even act it out. I am your host, Richard Kingley. Joining me are Pearl Lamb and Michael Jonas Kwan. How are you two doing? Hello, I'm doing great. Where's my middle name? Pearl Theodore uh, Lamb. Nailed it. Uh, you realize my middle name starts with a D, right? Sorry, yeah. Michael Donis Kwan, how are you doing? Donis. <laughs> I'm great. Thanks. Oh, that's why it's MD Kwan. Yeah, Michael Donis. The D is a mystery. If you guys, if you guys really want your factual middle names in this, just tell me and I'll, I'll put them in. I can redo this. I don't have a middle name. Oh, so you not for you. Have a middle name. I don't have a middle. Do name. you want mine? We can share. I would want to be Donus. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my middle name. <laughs> Between Pearl King Lamb or Michael or Pearl Donus. Pearl Donus. I actually do like Donus. It's it's just fun. <laughs> it's like donuts. But Jonas, the Donuts Bros, <laughs> Michael J. Quan, or yeah, Michael D. Quan, is Michael Donuts. You're the new Michael J. Fox. I mean, I will say, I think we've mentioned my the D multiple times in previous episodes. I don't think I've said it, and so I think to this day we're just gonna keep it a mystery. Okay, but uh, for now, I want it to be Donuts. Just for you, Richard. Thank you. How are you two doing? <laughs> Great. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, I, I don't know when this this episode will be released, but uh, when we record it, I think it was like either last week or the week before, I was broken up with twice by like two different people. I'm and sorry. I, I feel a little bit, I feel a little bad, but yeah. then um, I was going to break up with one of them. <laughs> uh and I had like written out the text, and then I was like, "I'll sleep on." I really hope they don't listen to this podcast. We broke up, but they, they they probably don't want they want they anything to do with this. Yeah. Wait, wait, was this through text though too? It wasn't anything like superficial with either of them. You know, it's like I'm in the dating environment. Um, but then, yeah, I, I wrote out a text. It was like, "Hey, I like hanging out with you, but I think we want different things." Actually, she, the way she wrote it was much better, and I'm just stealing her version. But then I was like, "I'm gonna sleep on this," and then I forgot to send the next day because I got busy. And then she was like, "Hey, I feel like we're both too busy to do this. Um, I really like spending time with you, but like, I don't think there's a future." And then she's like, "I'm happy to be friends." And then one great breakup text. She did a lot of "I feels," which is very good, and that's what you should do in like healthy communication relationships. Only thing is, I wanted to break up with her, so For I felt the record, a little bit petty. I was gonna break up with you first. <laughs> Little I, did we know. I, I would never let someone know I'm that petty, <laughs> except you know in this very public forum. If Louisiana is in the room, cover their ears because today's theme is stupid purchases, like the Louisiana what? purchase. Get it? Do you get my joke? I got your joke. Ooh, yeah. manifest destiny. Here we Be come. Be sure to fill that McDonald's limited edition cup to the brim with new Coke and settle in because today we're doing hand stuff. Ooh, and this is where I guess we could have a like a theme song or something or like a stinger into the episode. Yeah, you already know my my thoughts on the theme song. Just hands. Hand. There's like a smooth R&B track, and then it's just hand stuff. <laughs> I kind of want like the NBC xylophone, like just hand stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to go into the first hand experience, which is Richard Lee. I'm going to talk about Bitcoin and how I invested in it at the worst time. Hit us, Richard. The year is 2021. 
Exterior cityscape, night. Rain pours down in sheets. Steam rises from all the vents, and there's like a glowing neon glow to everything from like all of the lights and stuff. And the rain also makes it so you can get like good lighting for this uh, cinematic shot. This city is Seattle. I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm tracking you. I, I appreciate the visual. We're in the pandemic. I think it's the pandemic starting to wrap up, um, but we still have that uh, martini shot to do. You know, we're about to wrap on the production pandemic. Um. Anyway, so I had a job now. I think I had this. I, I had been working full time as a animator editor. I had a financial stability I was not used to for my life. And so, like, I was getting used to that. I was like, okay, I'm going to do savings, all this other stuff. As this was happening, I was talking to one of my friends, and he was talking about how he convinced his friend to invest in Bitcoin with him, and they tripled the amount of money they made. Like, Bitcoin was doing really good at this point. And since it tripled, he was able to pay off the initial loan he took out and then also, like, have some extra money. And he still had some that could, like, grow in value. And my other friend, he sold his Bitcoin and bought a house. Wow. So I was like, oh, Bitcoin's doing good. I was an idiot for not investing before. And my friend was like, hey, now's a good time to invest. So I took out a loan of $20,000 and I bought Bitcoin with it. And I was like, all right, let's go. And then like less than a month later is when it started going down. Ooh. And I was like, okay, this is, this is not good. And then he's like, hey, don't worry. It's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to pop back up. And I was like, okay. And then six months go by, and I'm like, "Hey, uh, Bitcoin's doing real bad." And he's like, "Hey, it's it's fine. It's gonna it's gonna pop back up. You know, now would be a really good time to double down." And I was like, "Um, I'm not gonna take out another twenty thousand dollar loan." <laughs> so, yeah, Bitcoin crashed, and I'm now paying that loan. Hopefully, it comes back at some point. That's nice. But I I also kind of saw it as. This is kind of like my savings. It's just a little bit riskier, but like I thought it, there was a chance of it doing good. So I don't regret it. I would think twice about doing it in the future. Little did you know you should have gone with Dogecoin. I actually did invest in Dogecoin. I was real smart with that one. I invested. I doubled Richard down. Richard is vigorously shaking his finger at me right now. <laughs> I doubled down. I doubled down on Dogecoin. I doubled down on Dogecoin right before Elon went on SNL when it was going up in value. And then I sold. And then he did SNL and he bombed and then nice. it dropped. So I made $300 off of that when I was unemployed. So that was nice. Well done. Okay, but did you get into the GameStop? I wasn't. I, I was too early for GameStop. Uh... Or I was too late for GameStop. But I wish I did. God, that would have been nice. Yeah. I, I I tried to get into stocks after that, like the volatile stocks, but I was like, I just, I don't want to do this much research. This is not a financial podcast, but uh, I've heard index funds are good. I feel like sometimes it can help to do like the index fund and the middle fund if you're just looking to like apply a little bit more girth. Is that kind of shocker? <laughs> and no, no that's when also you use the pinky fund. fund. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you invest the pinky fund in crypto and then like the index in the middle in like traditional crypto stocks. Crypto being the, the dark hole <laughs> the dark that it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I remember I messaged you both and I was like, well, let's please not make this a sexual podcast. And I'm the one initiating this. This was, this was pretty subtle, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you leave so to the... This yeah, was really intellectual sexual humor. <laughs> Absolutely. We only do intellectual sexual humor here on Just Hands. <laughs> but that, yeah, that's my story is um, I gambled and I lost and now I pay for it. 
The hey, Pearl has seen me at the casino. casino next the, weekend. Yeah, let's see what we're going to call me. Pearl has seen me. I am fucking cavalier with my money. Wait, I'm pretty sure. Didn't you tell me the reason why you made this podcast was so we could make millions, right? To I, gamble away. I said hundreds. <laughs> I would really love if we could make millions, but I think I just got to be very, very realistic. Okay, let's go to secondhand experience with Michael Donis Kwan. This story is actually about the person who gave me my middle name of Donis. Also, with another D, is my dad. And, uh... <laughs> Donis Kwan Sr. <laughs> that is not his real name, for those of you listening. Since this is about stupid purchases, we're going to talk about one of the various stupid purchases that my dad would make. He had... I guess he was doing pretty well for himself. Uh, this is like in the 80s and 90s as a uh, designer. One of the most stupidest things that I remember growing up was that he had a ton of World War II memorabilia, specifically like Nazi officer uniforms. I did not foresee that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> picture this uh, Chinese-Canadian guy just swastik. No, is and all. I mean, that's, it was literally on their uniforms, but he had them in like these like plastic acrylic cases like dust free he had the hats and shit he had like everything and so i'm like what do you do with this you just literally put it up and to be fair he had he did have some american stuff but most of it was fucking german oh god i jesus christ (laughs) i i don't understand when people buy nazi collectible memorabilia i I think at the time it was cool it was fine you know what time (laughs) during world war ii (laughs) Like I said, it was in the, I think like the nineties. Like I was a kid, but uh, yeah. So the thing was, is that like the way I actually kind of knew about it, and he eventually got rid of it all, which is fucking great. It was because he lost his job, and you know he needed to figure out how to pay the mortgage. Did, so did apparently, that's how much it was again? worth. What did he ever find oh his God, job Richard. again? Oh yeah, no, it, he found it. It was under the table. I was calling his name. <laughs> Under the table that was, you know, smattered with he all le- of his he World le- War II He loses that in a mall, and then you see, like, one of the mall employees, like, hey, buddy, where are you? Like, I, I, I can't find my employee. <laughs> is there a donor's quad at this mall? Your job is at the kiosk. Yeah, so anyway, he sold all of his stuff to basically help pay for the mortgage, I think on multiple occasions. So I don't know how much this stuff is worth, but clearly you can pay mortgages with World War II memorabilia. And uh, I have f- a question. What yes. color were the people who bought these things? I I don't know, but I mean, <laughs> probably I think we can apple. all hazard a guess. <laughs> so the, the way I'm seeing this is like the one way I could, I guess, justify having Nazi memorabilia is if you, I, I, if you design it in a way like this is my conquest. I killed it. Like maybe you display the bullet hole or like there's like a knife through the helmet. Like the but, skull. Yeah. But yeah, he is in like dust free cases and shit where it's like, oh, it almost feels like he's worshipping the Nazi uniform. <laughs> Did he keep you, his baby boy, in like a dust free environment? Yeah. I was actually in like this clear plastic room. Matt Michael's for like the a first... vacuum baby. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. That's how his skin looks so, so good. That's true. You've mentioned it several times and every time you do I just start screaming yeah they had to feed me through this tube and everything they would just pass like applesauce through it <laughs> baby bird it to you yeah i imagine like ketchup packets with its applesauce <laughs> like the lids you have to tear like five of them to get like any substantial amount of applesauce i mean i had to work on my fine motor skills so yeah you know as a baby <laughs> rip it up with those ketchup packets i mean that stuff sounds really expensive honestly like i'm not going to comment about whether your father I'm, I'm not going to comment, but that's, 
I love I, I love wartime memorabilia. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, there was definitely some American stuff too. I, there was the bald eagle with like uh, I think like an olive branch or something like that. It was like a gold pin on like one of these caps. I remember. So it was like I think all sorts of different stuff, and I think you know it to humanize it more. It was more of just probably like his like like an archive or like a collection, like a point in time in history mm-hmm. of trying to like preserve or whatever, but rather than glorification, I'd like to think. I'm just sorry, really quickly, I want to take that back. I don't know why I said I love wartime memorabilia because I don't. <laughs> I, I just want to clarify. Go ahead, Richard. Yeah, wartime memorabilia and I have just gone on a couple dates. Uh, we're seeing where it goes, but I, I think it's it's a little soon to call it love. Just make sure you break up with them before they break up with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm real petty about that. Anyway, I'm, I'm about done here. I just wanted to say that the thing is, is after thinking about this, I did some research and like there's whole communities because it's like it's like if my dad sold this stuff, I'm like, who the fuck did he sell it to? And yeah, there's like official websites to do it. And I would imagine at this point, there's probably some kind of Facebook buy, sell, trade group. Maybe not. But um, I did read that you should never buy it off of eBay because you don't know if it's legit or not. And there's lots of counterfeits. The questions they ask you when you try to join the Facebook group is, are you a Nazi? Or are you a Nazi sympathizer? <laughs> it's like there's multiple choices. Like, what is this? And it's like a swastika. It's like, it's a windmill with one exclamation point. Like, it's a windmill with two exclamation points. It's a windmill with three. You have to click the one to three. Like, you have to be very defensive. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my story. And it just, like, I can't believe my dad actually bought shit like that. I mean, I have plenty of dumb purchases, but goddamn, what the fuck? All right, how do you top that, Pearl? Well, okay, so I asked around to see, like, what stupid purchases other people knew other people had made, and no one could think of anything. I think someone said Legos, which is rude, first of all. Absolutely. Oh, my God, I have a ton of Legos. Nicolas Cage spent $4 million buying a Tyrannosaurus Rex skull. Okay, no, it's that was actually... So you... No, sorry, did I spoil it? <laughs> Wait, didn't, didn't Justin Bieber buy like an NFT for like six million? Can everyone million? stop talking? <laughs> Seth Green bought an NFT to like to make a show about Fuck. it and then someone stole it, sorry. Okay, it's you... God damn it. <laughs> cut that, cut that. I no, didn't no, say no, no, keep this shit in, whatever. Fuck you guys, I don't give a shit. <laughs> so basically, I'm talking about the stupidest purchases celebrities have ever made. Nicolas Cage. <laughs> oh shit. Actually, Richard, he only spent $276,000 on a stolen Mongolian dinosaur skull, and he he won that in a bidding war over Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio. I bet Leonardo DiCaprio realized it was 67 million years old and not under 25. It's not even made of bone. It's made of, like, I guess, it's sort of like a mold filling in. Like plaster. Yeah, the, is the, that what it is? The 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 skull disappears after a certain amount of time from biodegrading, and then something else kind of like fills in the place. So it's like it's kind of like more like glorified rock. I God, I wish I had two hundred seventy five thousand dollars just to piss away. I just want to say, if I was Leonardo DiCaprio and I was in a bidding war and I won, I'd say you've been decapitated. Decapitated. <laughs> no, uh, Nicholas Cage won, so he says, uh, "You've been caged." I do want Cage the Elephant to change their album art to just Nicolas Cage's face. As an elephant? As an elephant with, with like a that nose. Yeah. But it's like a human, it's a humanoid nose. So yeah. it's not like an elephant nose, it's just his nose really But just long. like longer and like... Or big ears. Really yeah. big ears, yeah. <laughs> when he's doing like the face from like face off, like ah! Half elephant, half Nick. Yo, actually, real quick fun fact. Did you guys know that the elephant's ears are meant for cooling? I, I think I might have known that, but you unlocked a deep memory. 
Yeah. I don't think I knew that, I'll be honest. Yeah, it's to radiate, like, the bigger the surface area, it's to radiate the heat off the body. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Super cool. Cool stuff. Um, okay, so here's the, here's the name of the game. I'm going to read some uh, stupid purchases I've found online about celebrities making stupid purchases, and we're going to discuss. So we're going to do this in a couple can I, minutes. Can we name the g- game Final Hanser? So when we give her yeah. a smile, say Final Hanser. That's... Give me a hand right here. Ooh, I was going to say good hand job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first item on good hand job is Paris Hilton. Wait, wait what? I thought, I thought mine was really good. <laughs> What was yours again? Uh, final final answer. answer. I just see Michael is slipping Pearl a $20 bill. So he, she goes the, with it. He has a really long arm, and we're seated, we're seated at least seven feet away from each other, but mm-hmm. his arm extends the length yeah. of the table. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's actually one of those, like, uh, you know, reach out and grabby sticks old people grabby, use. Yeah. Yeah. You could say it's quite handy. Paris Hilton <laughs> spent $325,000 on a villa for her dogs. Wait, how much? Discuss three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Paris, can't you buy me a house with that money? What What is the objective? Are we trying to like guess why or how or how I think much? everyone gets two sentences to say something funny about it or comment. <laughs> oh God, I'm on the spot. Okay, fine. You can discuss and. Okay. Three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars on a villa for dogs. I think they were going through stuff, and she was just trying to repair the relationship. I mean, sounds pretty possum. <laughs> what just <laughs> listing animals? No, it's Elephant. awesome, but with a P. Because Dog. dogs possum. have paws. Oh, I thought you were talking about like... Oh, <laughs> possum. Damn it. Oh, my dog pun was lost on you all. Okay, Celine Dion requested a $2 million humidifier to protect her vocal cords. Yeet. You could probably get the same thing from like five twenty thousand dollars humidifiers. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say that's kind of legit. You know, J Lo insures her ass, so that's like. Does she insure her ass? That's yeah. cr- okay. Wait, cause that she... brings me to my next one. Okay. Ben Affleck bought J Lo a one hundred and five thousand dollars toilet seat. Okay. Does the toilet seat is it like heated? Does it like I do think it has your laundry? And diamonds and like. Ingots. Oh, that sounds so uncomfortable. Also, I don't want to get shit on a diamond. Okay, but diamonds are, there's like an artificial scarcity, so they're just plenty. They're actually not worth it. I know, much. but you still pay a lot of money for them. Not if you're J-Lo or Ben Affleck. I mean, I guess you do, but you just have lots of money. No. I guess. The story was he paid that much for the toilet seat, right? Yes. Do we know anything else about the toilet seat, though? It could be worth uh, it. No. But there probably is. I didn't do enough research. It could have been made out of fossils from 67 billion-year-old dinosaurs. That were then put on auction. And, and Nick's, Cage, Nick Cage's face is also molded yeah. onto the toilet. Oh my god, yeah. could you imagine? You just like every single time you go take a piss, it's just like in his mouth. <laughs> Sorry. I, I imagine at that auction, Leo was practicing his like line because he thinks he's going to win. He's like, You've been decapitated. You've been decapitated. <laughs> and then he's like, And it goes to Nicolas Cage, and he just appears right behind Leo and he's like, Looks like I'm uncaged. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, No! <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, I have one more. Actually, I have two more, but this this one's cool. Oprah Winfrey has a bathtub carved into the shape of her body. What do we think? There's exactly. no dollar amount with this. Do they just fit in like a glove? <laughs> There's no water. It's just like a mold. I actually don't know. 
I I would feel so self-conscious about getting something like this. Maybe if you're rich, but like if I gained weight, I'd be like, oh, what 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 has become of me? That's a very good point. I would just be worried I get stuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love it if it's like a entrance into the bathtub. Like the bathtub is the size of an Olympic pool, but it's sort of like that game hole in the wall. So you have to be Oprah Winfrey in order to enter. I guess maybe there's like a servant's Ooh. entrance to clean it out. Uh, but yeah, whoa, like, whoa, servants? <laughs> you, you think you think Oprah Winfrey doesn't have servants? Uh, she's a talk show host now. I saw this clip of Kendall Jenner trying to cut a cucumber this morning, and she was, <laughs> you know how you she was like cutting the cucumber and holding it where she was cutting it instead of like the long end of the oh, cucumber. No. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> those are all the things I have. Sometimes you need servants to do. <laughs> God's work. Uh, give kids cancer and send planes. <laughs> what? what? Yeah, where is that <laughs> from? You said sometimes you need to send uh, servants to do God's, God's work. Give kids cancer and what? Like, is that like a biblical plagues. reference? Oh. Yeah, I, oh, okay. yeah, God was really big on plagues. <laughs> so which one of these do we want to act out? Nicholas Cage and Leonardo DiCaprio bidding over the. So I think I, I acted that one out on my own. I that's fair. That's fair. Okay. How about uh, how about what is it? Uh, we can. Song? How about we can do that, buddy? They're they're bidding over something else. We think they would bid. Okay. For. Nicholas yeah. Cage and Leonardo DiCaprio bid over. I wanted to say Oprah Winfrey's bathtub. I think so. That's exactly. What, uh, this is two years in the future. Oprah Winfrey was assassinated. Mm. And so everything in her house is being sold. But that was the one thing that fossilized and is. It's it's made out of the same stuff as a dinosaur. And they're not puzzle. bidding over it. They've both broken into Oprah Winfrey's home mm-hmm. to steal this bathtub, and they've both arrived on site. <laughs> okay, I like this. And they they stumble upon each other. Hey, what are you two doing here? I'm the security servant, doing God's work. <laughs> uh, Leo, we meet again. We, we I left my my 24-year-old girlfriend to come and steal this bathtub, Nick. I see. I left the set of National Treasure 5 to be here. Give me that damn bathtub, Nick. Or I'll decap... What'd you say? De- Decapitate? Decapitate you. Oh, you better be ready, because I'm uncaged. And if you haven't noticed, I've got it in my hand right now. Oh, you think you're so slick, Nick, with your big hand? Nick, like, he reveals in his hand he has, like, a cage, like a small bird cage. And then behind him, you also see the band Cage the Elephant with an actual elephant. What do you think you're going to do with uh, when I drink all these decaprisons? <laughs> I shall elevate and levitate. I will ask my entourage here of Cage the Elephant plus the elephant. I might actually ride the elephant and whack you in the face. Yeah, once again, both of you have to leave. It's my job as the servant, the security servant, uh, to, to protect these premises. Oh, jeez. Did you know elephant ears were used for cooling, Nick? I bet you didn't know that, Nick, because you're not so slick, Nick. <laughs> you know, Leo, the last time I saw you, you were fighting a bear, and you did a really, really bad job of it. What bear was that? Yogi I don't watch bear. my own movies. That's right, you don't. Because they're all awful, unlike mine. This uh, this skit was brought to you by Yogi Bear 2, where Leonardo DiCaprio is hunting down Yogi Bear. Yeah. 
It's it's exactly like the Revenant, but it's just with Yogi Bear. It's like, oh hi, have you seen Boo Boo? He's like, where's a picnic basket? And Leo's like, Argh! I'm sure that's really funny. I just don't know the reference. The the movie The Revenant, where like he got his Oscar for fighting a bear. Oh. And then instead of like an actual bear, it's just Yogi Bear, and he's obsessed with picnic baskets, and he has like a hey, hey. Boo Boo. It's like, ah, cheese Yogi. So Love it was a fake fight, unlike the real fight that John Travolta and I had in Face Off. Did you ever wear John Travolta's face? I sat on his face. <laughs> okay, that's and a good place to end. Great, great performance. I loved it. Um, which one of you gets the Oscar? I will say... I'm going to... You got to... He did say decapitate, which I was a, I was a really uh, big fan of. Are you trying to say that my performance was travolting? Okay, no, it definitely is <laughs> pro. I, I also want to say pro, like you have like a very good style and you seem very cool. So it always kind of surprises me that like you were such like a goody goody in high school because you seemed like such a rebel. Facts. Oh yeah, it's all a facade. <laughs> a facade. A fakeade. A fakeade. <laughs> Fashion God. All right, guys. Well, that is our podcast today. Uh, is there anything anyone would like to plug? Well, probably not because class has already started, but I'm teaching some improv with Jet City. Uh, yeah, if you're in the Seattle area, sign up for classes at Jet City Improv. I, it doesn't, we don't know when you're listening to this, but I think they will perpetually always offer classes. You should try improv. It's fun. Um, if you listen to that and you're like, hey, I could do better. Yeah. Take Absolutely. a couple classes. You can. <laughs> and I'll be teaching them. Or he might not be. Michael's a great teacher. Michael is a great teacher. I would like to plug Pearl's Instagram at P-E-A-L, P-E-A-L, P-E-A-L. The peel's so nice. You say it thrice. And uh you could follow me on instagram at ragus to richard sometimes i post sketches i'll probably post like promotion for this podcast um and you can see me slowly dive into madness further okay just hand stuff just hand what was stuff. the one you came up with last episode oh give me a hand wait no 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 <laughs> hand me a break hand me a break <laughs> hand me a break of that <laughs> handy stuff Hand me a break. <laughs> okay, bye. I love you.